Hello, friends, and welcome to the Wisdom for Life broadcast. This is Pastor Glenn with another episode that we hope will bless you. Hey, would you turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 5, verse 5? And uh, I think it's a wonderful thing that Miss Brooklyn Brooks is here with us today. She's getting baptized at the end of the service, and she has her family here with us today. And can we just give them a hand? So excited about that. Praise God. We have been talking about meekness and how meekness isn't weakness, right? Can we do a little review before we get to the text? I want to I see if I did an adequate job of communicating last week on what meekness is. We used some, uh, some crazy words. We used a Hebrew word and we used a Greek word. If you remember, the Greek word was proos. It is the idea of strength under control, under submissive control. And we painted some pictures, right? The picture is a war horse ready to go into battle, but under the reins of the rider, having the power and the strength to conquer and to fight, but held back, restrained, submissive, humble, gentle. So that's not weakness at all. That's strength reserved. Amen? So the picture we want to get here is if you're into football, if you're a Buckeye fan at all, a linebacker waiting for the ball to be snapped, not even flinching until that ball is snapped and then bursting across the line when the time is right, when the moment is right, and when the focus is directed by the leadership of the Lord. See the difference? It doesn't mean that the person's weak. It just means the person's meek. Strength reserved. We also talked about a tiger. We talked about a lioness even. How they will pick up their cubs in their mouth and have the power to crush prey and destroy any enemy that would attack their cubs. And yet they have the same restraint. When they pick up their cubs, they restrain that strength just enough to be able to save their young. That's what God wants to give you through His Spirit. Strength. But strength under submission. We use the Hebrew word as well. well. Avodah. It means to simply this. It means to be humble in your place. Know your place. And just be humble in it. And know that God has everything else taken care of. Now that ought to set you free. Because people will always try to knock you out of your place. But you don't have to worry about that. Because if God puts you there, you ain't going. You ain't moving. If God puts you there, you're rooted. You don't worry about your place. Just stay in it. And understand that God will take care of the rest. You see, this is Christ's church, not mine, not yours. So God's going to take care of it. You want to know why I'm so relaxed? Because I get that. And I'm growing in that. You ought to be relaxed too. The worst thing in the world is come to church so uptight. I mean, you know, you just, you walk in and you're just so uptight. You know, you get upset about the littlest thing. Because if I don't get upset about it, oh, how is this ever, this problem's never going to get solved unless I get really tense. That's not meekness. The idea here is Moses. Moses was leading, some scholars say one million, another say four million people. Now that could be tense. And on top of that, they were complainers. Now, fortunately, that doesn't happen in church at all. But it did for Moses. 
And the Bible says that Moses was the meekest man that ever lived. Well, until Christ, who was also meek. The Bible says he was meek. Now look at both of their lives and compare their lives. How powerful and effective was Moses? How powerful and effective was Jesus? And yet all of that strength was restrained. Relaxed. I don't get worried. I say I have a relaxed concern. It's just a relaxed concern. I know my place. I'm not God. I don't want to be. That's too stressful. If you're that bound up, listen, let God be God, and you just stay in your place. And just enjoy it, man. You're a kid, remember? That's the only people going to heaven are kids. Did you know that? Jesus said, suffer the children to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Kids are going to heaven. That's why I love kids. And so you, kids are just, they don't worry. They don't, they don't wake up in the morning and go, oh, I'm so uptight. I, 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 better, I better take this person on. How dare they? Don't they know who I am? And, and, and I better deal with this. Kids don't, they wake up in the morning and they're like, it's time to play. Who made me something to eat? Sounds good. Right? Be a kid. There's a responsibility that comes along with that. I'm not saying that you can just go through life like a hedonist, but I am telling you that you can, you can relax in your concerns and know that God has it under control. Now, now this is where we're coming from here. We're, this is where we're coming from, from the Sermon of the Mount, the Beatitudes. In, in, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 5, Jesus says, and it's very, very cool what he says. In fact, I want to break it down, and then I'm going to give you kind of the idea of it a little bit, and then we'll kind of land the plane on the benefits of it. How many of you like benefits? Amen. There are benefits to being meek. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to be meek. Jesus said, blessed are the meek. Why? Come on. For they shall inherit the earth. Okay, put your Bibles down for just a second. Let me tell you about the Sermon of the Mount and what's going on here. Okay? This is where rabbis taught. They went out. They got out of the temple. They got out of the synagogues. They got out into nature. And they found high places to teach from. This was very practical because those places would carry their voice. They would be able to connect with people better because they were out where the people were. But there was no rabbi like Jesus. You see, this rabbi would do all of his teaching, a majority of his teaching, rather, out, not in. He did it out where the people were, where the brokenness was, where the issues were. But how he taught was crazy thinking. It was almost backward thinking. The, the Sermon of the Mount was, it was a message of an upside-down kingdom. You see, the way up is down. The way out is in. The way, the way around it is through. The way to, to, the way to get achievement is to be submissive and humble. The way to, to get power is to submit it. This is backward thinking. I want you to think about this for a minute. He even says things like, blessed are the poor in spirit. And what is he talking about there? Poor in spirit. These are Jewish ears. They think, spiritually, they have a righteousness that's connected with them just because they're the children of Abraham. 
And Jesus comes along and he teaches an upside down kingdom. He says, no, it's not those people that are righteous. I'll tell you who's righteous. The people who can admit they're not righteous at all. That's what poor in spirit means. It means to be broken and bankrupt spiritually. And Jesus says, those are the people that are righteous. Now that's flip. If that ever flips your pancake, I don't know what will. He flips it upside down. Then he comes along. Actually, there's eight of them in total. And and, and listen, this is just something the Lord showed me some time ago. And I'm going to share it with you. Um, Six of them are future tense. In other words, you get the benefits in the future. And in fact, the one we're talking about today is future tense. Future tense in that, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit. It's coming. It's coming. They shall inherit the earth. But the really cool thing is the first one and the last one. It's almost like Jesus made an awesome sandwich. And the two, bre- two pieces of bread are interesting here. The first one, take a look at it here. The first one is, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is. Say is. is. When is that? That's now. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, there's something here. Don't blow past any of this stuff. Now go to the eighth one, the last one. It says, blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is, and it says something again, the kingdom of heaven. All the other things in the middle of the sandwich are things that will come later. We call that delayed gratification. This is a spiritual principle, you know. We try to teach it to kids because they don't like to delay gratification. But if you'll do this now, Jesus is saying, if, if you'll be this way now and if you'll let my spirit produce this power in you now, later something good is going to happen. Tell me something good. Uh-uh. It's coming. But the first one and the last one, he says, you're something good is right. Right now. And he says it because it's the kingdom. And if you'll, if you'll operate in this right now, you'll get the blessing of this right now. The other ones aren't connected with the word kingdom. The first one and the last one are kingdom. Why? Because wherever you have the king, I'll just wait. I'll just, I, I don't know. Do you, are you with me? Where the king is, you have, I'm still waiting. It's a way homer, right? Wherever the king is, you got the kingdom. So don't worry about the kingdom. Get the king. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, what else you need when, when, when Papa is Jesus? What else you need? Haven't you ever gone out to eat with Dad? You know, I've talked about this before. You go out to eat with Dad, and you place yourself in line in such a way so that Dad pays. This is how you do it. You don't know how that works? Some of you do that with me. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. And I'm thinking, yep, I'm going to have to pay the bill. <laughs> if you got dad, you got, the, you, got, you got lunch. If you got dad, you got the house. If you got dad, you got a future. You got provision. You got life. You don't worry about those things. You just make sure you got dad. So these first, this first one and this last one, 
are all about the kingdom, and you can have that right now. The other ones you've got you to gotta wait for. But can I give you some better news? Each and every one of these start with the word blessed. That's in the current tense, in the present tense, blessed right now. So you can have part of this now. You know, I should have, you know what I should have passed out this morning? Now and laters. <laughs> Honey, you, I love you. This is why I married you. We think the same. I should have passed out some now and laters. You get part of this now, and you get another part of this later. later. Oh, here's the part you get now. Jesus said, blessed on each of these. Yes. If you just realize how blessed you are right now, you'll have the power to be meek. You don't worry about being meek when you know you're already blessed. And you know that what's coming is the whole entire planet. You never looked at it that way, have you? Ho, 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 ho. I'm from Chicago. We call it Chicago. We don't call your mom, we say ma. Well, in Chicago, this is how it goes down. You can go in front of Willis Tower. I don't like that word. I call it Sears. All right? But you can go in front of Willis Tower. You can go in front of the John Hancock Building. You can go Lakeshore Drive. You can go to some of these places, and you can visit them, but you don't get to stay there. And I'll tell you why. It's too expensive for people like you and me to stay there. But when is the last time you went to an expensive place? You ever been to New York? New York City, Big Apple, bunch of crazy people. But it's cool. It's fun, you know? I've been in all the big buildings and everything else, and rode in the, I got my wife on the subway train at like two in the morning and it was no sleep till Brooklyn. We went all the way to Brooklyn, got out on, uh, yeah, seen the Ferris wheel and everything. It was, had one of those, those Coney dogs. Yeah, it was Coney. It was awesome. So cool. I'm there right now. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> When's the last time you ever went, went to one of those places and looked around and said, that building is on my land. Well, you need to start, Joanne. <laughs> Don't you know what an inheritance is? You, you ever get an inheritance? You know, you, do you know how this works? Now listen, I don't want those places because they're dingy and dirty and Jesus can fix all that. But Cozumel, Mexico, he already fixed it. It's already fixed. Playa de Karma, fixed. <laughs> Hawaii, fixed. That belongs to me. That belongs to you, if you're meek. It's your inheritance. It's your inheritance. You say, oh yeah, spiritually, that's spiritual. No, I'm talking real talk. If you're meek. That belongs to you. What, what? Think about this for a minute. If you've ever been on a real vacation, see, my wife and I take real vacations. Real vacations. Real vacations with us go like this, okay? At least about 13 days because it takes four days for me to just calm down. All right? No, I'm serious. Then the other nine days, I stay at what we call an all-inclusive resort because I don't want to worry about where I get the food because what do you think I do for a living? Every single day of my life is, where do you want to go eat? With everybody, right? 
I don't want to worry about that. When I go to an all-inclusive resort, you know what happens? I don't worry about anything. Hey, there's three or four places to eat right there on the resort. I want to get out on the beach, man. I want to have a good time on the beach. Am I alone in this? Don't you like the beach? Don't you think the weatherman right now needs to repent? We need to get him in here, get him at the altar. What's with all this cold? It's going to rain today. This is crazy. I'm ready for the beach. And I hear Ohio's got better beaches than where I'm from. Chicago is, okay? There's like fish in there with three eyes and stuff. But over here, it's better. Come on. But I like to go on vacation, and when I'm there, I just want to be, I just want to relax. I just want to be happy. For me, happiness is not having stress, strife, strain. That's, that's me. Stress, strife, strain. Conflict with people. Oh, it's like we've got this short, I mean, you look at our, our headstones and you've got a date and you've got a date and you've got a dash in between and that's life. It's the dash. It's the mad dash in between. We've got this little time, this, it's a vapor, and we're going to fight with each other? Over what? Are we serious? Come on. I just want to just give it all a big ra- raspberry. It's not important. And then we miss all the stuff that we could enjoy and relax. You know, and I like to go to these places because you can just sit out on the beach and it's just as simple. Can you just hear it right now? The waves. And that warm sunlight. And you got that little drink, non-alcoholic. The umbrella sticking out of it. And you just lean back. You don't have a care in the world. That's meekness. Because you're not, you're not going to go and fight with the person who just brought you the non-alcoholic drink with the umbrella. You're going to say, thank you. That was nice. And then you're going to go eat. Oh, I guess it's time to eat. This isn't too hard. What are we going to do after we eat? We're just going to go back out there and sit. It sounds like a great time. And we're going we're gonna to get warm under the sun. Maybe we'll swim a little, snorkel some. And then we're just we're going to go eat again. <laughs> it's great. Jesus uses this word here, blessed. The Greek word here is markurios. It means happy. Now. Not later. Yeah, because your inheritance is the whole earth. It all belongs to you. So live like it. What if, you got a, what if you got a document right now and a lawyer handed you this document and it said, you now own all of the beaches on Florida. Would you be uptight about anything? Probably. No, what I would... Oh, because you got to pay taxes. and See, this is how we complicate things. Don't be all pasta and no sauce. Stick with me here. If... Listen, I, if, if, if you just told me that that belongs to me, I'm going to go enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it now because it belongs to me. And I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to fret. I'm not going to get into some argument with you about who's in charge. I'm going to be meek. 
I'm going to have strength restrained because to me, it all comes out in the wash. At the end of all this, this belongs to me. So there's nothing to fight over. There's no boundaries, no territories, no issues. God owns it all, and God says it's mine. So I'm going to relax. And this is the idea behind this word. In fact, uh, the Greeks had a, uh, had a connection with this word, Mercurios. It's the island of Cyprus. And the, what, they, what the Greeks saw about this island was simply this. It's so beautiful there that when you're there, you don't need anything else in the world. Now that's the kind of place I want to be. Would you let me preach? You can amen, but... Me too, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> See, there you go worrying about something. We're in church, we got to worry. Jesus said, you know what? Happy are the meek. Because all this is theirs. All of it. All of it. So live like it. You have the, you have the strength now through the revelation of knowing that it, your inheritance is everything. So what are you worried about? What are you fretting about? How, who would you challenge now? And why would you ever be challenged? You, have, you can risk being meek. Just like I can risk loving you because I'm not loving you with my love. I'm loving you with his love. And he empowers me to do it through his spirit. It's one of the fruit of the spirit. I didn't say fruits. Fruit. It's plural. All of them go together. Don't tell me you can have peace and not have love. Don't tell me you can have joy and not have peace. They all go together. Yeah. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, faith. Self-control or temperance, temperance, all, come on, bring it together. All come together through His Spirit. So I can risk it, because there's plenty. There's plenty more. And the Greeks said, once you get to this island of Cyprus, you don't have a care in the world. Man, that's as happy as happy can get. That's as good as it gets. Now, when I think about island, I think about Fantasy Island. There used to be a little guy by the name of Tattoo, yeah, you know what his favorite M&Ms are? They're plain, they're plain. I knew it wouldn't work. I'm going to keep trying, Steve. And in a one-half-hour episode, Ricardo Montalban was on that show. I can't believe I remember that. And he was the cool-looking kind of, you know, you're the most interesting man in the world type, Desakis type guy next to the little tattoo, little person, okay? And he would say, they plane, they plane, and the plane would land, and all the people would get out onto the island. Do you remember what happened? And they'd all have problems. Not a one of them meek. Every single one of them prideful, had issues, bitter, unforgiving, uh, sounds, sound like they need revival. And uh, what, what would happen on that island? By the time the episode was over, this just like Hollywood, everything was solved. And they'd fly away on the plane, and everything was fixed, just because they went to Fantasy Island. You know, and I want you to think about that for a minute. You know, we can't all go to Fantasy Island. We can't all go to Cozumel, but we can bring Christ in us. Amen. And, and, and so if I can't be there, then I'll, I'll let God start 
here. I'll let him work in here. Have you ever looked at your situation in your life as another opportunity? As another opportunity for meekness and happiness? See, God wants to bring Cyprus into your heart. You're looking for a place. You're looking for a circumstance. You're looking for a, a, a certain order of events to happen. All the planets line up. If I get a better job, if I have more money, uh, you know what, I'll, I'll have happiness and I'll be meek, Lord, when my kids finally get it and when, and when I get through school or God, when, I, when, when this church finally gets it or when that pastor finally dresses right. You're looking for someday and that someday never comes. It's here that God wants to bring the island, the meekness, the joy in, in here. From the inside out. In fact, I want to leave you with uh, I want to leave you with a couple of benefits of if you'll let the Spirit of God do that, He's got to be invited. He, he's got to be invited. God is not going to force His will on you. If you don't want God to do that in your life, you won't have it. And you'll walk around and you'll say, "This thing don't work." No, it works. It's just you're not working it. You're not letting it work. You know. So 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 I want you to show. Here's one of the benefits, fresh joy. Like, like there's a difference? Yeah, there is. Fresh joy. Isaiah 29, 19. The meek shall in, obtain fresh joy. Fresh joy. Man, this means ever increasing in the Lord. Because you're connecting with a source that never runs dry. I need fresh joy. Fresh joy. Recently, uh, we've had some storms kind of blow through. I think it was like a month ago, a couple months ago. And some of you lost power. I think Miss Holly and uh, Chad, you guys lost power a couple times, didn't you? Where'd you go, sir? You went to Dad's house. Fresh joy. Isn't that special? Fresh joy. <laughs> Somebody else cooked. Somebody else washed those dishes. And, you know, here's the deal. Here's all the stuff we take for granted. We take, we've got a constant supply uh, of power source to our house. We've got a constant supply of water. We've got a constant supply of heat. And then when all that stuff gets dis disconnected, we, we start to show our character, don't we? Well, not Chad and Holly. They're good people. But the rest of us start to show our character. When all we need to do is just connect back with Dad in his house. There's fresh joy. The source isn't the power company. The source isn't the government. Hey, listen, can I help you out? The source isn't your pastor. The, the source isn't people. What's the matter? You don't like my legs? People have been staring at my legs all day long. You stared at my legs, sir. Yes, they're hairy. So's his. We're not, people aren't the people aren't your source. And this is a, this is what we get into. We get into these these moments where we get disappointed in life and discouraged, and we get into despair. Why? Because we made people. A source when only God is the source. They can reciprocate, but they can't be your source. So knock it off. 
Don't walk around all the time being like, well, my husband's just mom, and my husband's just mom, and my husband, husband, husband. Well, listen, you're not giving him much incentive to be anything. Interpretation. Nagger. Nag. And you know, he's not your source. I'll flip it around. I see men do this all the time. My wife won't make this for me. My wife won't do that. My wife, all she wants me to do. And I'm like, dude, you need to chill out. You'll never eat. You're never going to eat another day in your life. Do you want to eat? That's not your source anyway. Be encouraging to that person. Be meek. Let God handle it, man. Relax. Take it easy. Come on, tattoo. Fresh joy comes from the Lord. Not from you, not from others, from God. And then finally, this is what I want to land on here, okay? This last benefit. Meekness actually connects us with the character of Christ. And by doing so, we become even more effective than we ever were on our own. You see, there is a moment where you come to the point of salvation and you are going to heaven. Praise God. Blood bought, going to heaven. But you can live the rest of your life in defeat or uh, be ineffective because you've never really linked yourself up with His Spirit. The greatest moment in my life, it wasn't just when I got saved, it's when I got filled by the Spirit of the living God. I believe that. I'm not just saying that because I'm an AG guy, I'm an AG pastor, this is what we need to say. I'm saying it because I've seen it. This happened in my life before I knew there was an assembly of God or even a church. I grew up in a home with two drug addicts. I got saved because God talked to me in dreams. I wasn't brought to church. Nobody told me about all this. I had an experience with my God that came from His Word. And when I turned to the book of Acts and I read that His Spirit could fill me, I just believed it. I just believed it. And I said, God, give it to me. And He did. That's my testimony. I didn't get raised in all of this. I mean, look at me. You can tell I'm not raised in any of this. I'm not. But I believed it. And God gave it to me. And, and as a result, it, it, it linked me up with God. It, it, it caused me to, to, to link up with the Spirit of God in such a way that I was yoked to Him. Can you say yoke? yoke. Say it again, yoke. Okay, I'm not talking about eggs. All right? What I'm talking about is what they used to do with animals. They used to do this with animals. They would take the big animal... And they take a little animal, a young animal, one that was really immature, and, they, and, and here's what they would do. They would take the immature, weak animal, and they would yoke him up with the bigger animal that was mature, that had all the strength and all the power. And the weaker animal would grow up into maturity and grow up into the strength and power it should know just by being associated and connected to the larger animal. Mr. Don, would you help me out, sir? Because you're the biggest guy I can see right now. Come on, come on up. Everybody give it up for me. I can see a few more. Oh, you could. Okay, well, that's awesome. Would you mind putting this on? Sure. Okay. Awesome. And the beard actually comes out above. That's awesome. Great, great, great. Now, now I want you to see, I want you to see my life. 
I want you to see my life. And I want, I got to make myself little somehow. Okay, so right, here we go. Get, get a picture of this, would you? This is, this is a precious moment. Awesome. Now, here's what would happen. Now, imagine th this, is, this is Jesus. Kind of looks like him a little bit. All right? And then there's, then there's immature me. Now, now, the point would be, I would come in such close relationship with him that we would be yoked. This is, this is my version of a yoke, okay? It would go around the neck, and we'd be connected together. And then, okay, buddy, here we go. And wherever he plows, I plow. And wherever he goes, I go. There's, I'm knowing you in a way I've never known you before. Amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what? A, thank you, sir. God bless. You can, that, yeah, you, you can oh, okay, that. yeah. You, in fact, you need it. No, I no, don't. You need to, no, you Why need did be, I pick him? You need to be yoked. Okay. Now that I'm yoked, praise the living God. All right. Guess I'll be all set for baptism later. later. So, <sighs> so, what happens is, is I mature because I've spent time with someone that is mature. And I grow in grace and I grow in, in the spirit and in the power of the spirit because I've been connected with and I've been yoked with one who already has the spirit. And l listen, Matthew eleven twenty nine. Jesus says this. Hey, hey, right here. Right. Hey, hey, look at it right here. Hi, hi. Matthew eleven twenty nine. Take my yoke. Take my yoke upon you. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. Learn of me. For I am, watch this, meek. The most restrained person who ever lived. It's Jesus Christ. Nobody had more power than Jesus. He could have called 10,000 angels when they crucified him. Instead, he said, Father, forgive. He let those nails go into his hands and in his feet. He allowed it to happen because he loved you and I so much. Do you see the meekness now? He was so powerful, and yet at the same time, he could have with a word ended it all. And yet he said, I'm holding back because I love, I love my kids so much. For I am meek, lowly, or humble in heart. And he says, if you'll do this, you shall find rest for your souls. He says, if you're not going to connect with me in my spirit, you're going to struggle. You're going to strain. You're going to stress until you do. This morning, wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be an absolute loss if we left this place today and you didn't make this message your own? You say, oh, that was great. That was great, Pastor. That's somebody else. That's somebody else. I, I just I I needed something to do today before I ate lunch. I'm not gonna let you do that. I don't want you to miss out on the greatness and the benefits and the joy and the love and the peace you could be having. No, it's not gonna come from the world, but don't worry about the world, he'll fix it, and it's yours anyway. It's yours. Just be meek. And how do you be meek? You can't do it. I can't do it. You've got to be yoked. You've got to connect with Christ. Show me one area of your life where you're struggling, and I'll show you an area of life where you have yet to connect to Christ. That's the area that you haven't yoked up with yet. 
That's the place where God can give you strength to have the meekness and the joy and the happiness and the love now. Would you stand with me right now in prayer? If you can, if you're able. I know some of you aren't able. Can I, can, I just, can I just repeat something here this morning? I mean this from all my heart. Listen, I haven't said this in a while. I love you. I love you. I, I do. You're loved. You're loved. And, and, and I want to tell you this too. People here love you. And let me tell you this too. God loves you. And let me tell you this too. The devil's a liar. And if you, and if you, believe, if you believe otherwise, that God doesn't love you and people here don't love you, that I don't love you, Listen, you've been, you've been listening to old Slewfoot. You've been listening to the enemy, man. God loves you. Do, we, do, do I love you the way you need to be loved? No, I'm working on it. I'm letting him work on it. But, but, but in the meantime, while there's grace, could we all connect with Christ and his spirit of meekness? Listen, I know, you, I know you're stronger than you come off. None of you are the incredible Hulk, but I know you're stronger. But, but, but you're, look, at, look at how you could be restrained. To do great things for the kingdom and yet at the same time remain humble and remain loving. Remain low and meek. Is there any area of your life that needs to connect with Christ today? Be honest. This is the moment. Would would you just bow your heads with me right now as we pray? I'm only asking you to bow your heads so there won't be distractions. There's nothing in Scripture that says you've got to bow. I just don't want any distractions. So let's bow our heads. Father, we're just so thankful that your son Jesus Christ has provided a way for us to have joy now in the inheritance of the earth later. That He's provided a way for us to be meek where we can relax in the comfort of His Spirit and not worry about a thing. Father, help us right now to connect any area of our life of strain, stress. God, any area of our life that God causes us to struggle or have strife. Help us connect that moment and area with Him. Would you do that right now? Just under your breath, silent prayer. Say, God, forgive me. Forgive me for trying to struggle with this, do it my own way, be my own source of power. You provided a way, Lord. This isn't connected with your son. I'm not at dad's house in this. I've had a power loss. Lord, forgive me. Give me your strength. I want to be meek. I want to have joy. I'm not going to worry anymore about who's in charge or who's first. We'll just put you first, God. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, come on. Amen. Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap? Amen. Amen.